previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. And second time through, he goes, hey, I want you to meet somebody. He introduces me to Vanna White. Uh-oh. <laughs> no way. And then uh, the third she time. Nice? Dressing, Wait, don't don't go away from that. Was she nice? Uh, um, she barely said hi. Oh, yeah. Um, so she was. Uh, I would very say nice. hi. Very, 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 very nice. I would be nice. <laughs> did I just I call Vanna White a bitch on the podcast? Yeah, you I did. did. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey littles. littles. Roxy. Chuck. Delay City. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> We're recording, well, Chuck's recording live from the New Haven Studios in New Haven, Connecticut, while Roxy's now in the New York City Loyal Littles Podcast Studio, which is very Holding exciting. Holding down the fort. Holding down the fort. <laughs> So there's a little bit of delay. We're going to get through it, though. Did I really call Vanna White a bitch on the last podcast? I didn't mean to, Vanna. So Is Ro- she a little? I, I, <laughs> probably not, Roxy. <laughs> so much to get into. Another fabulous jam-packed episode. But, Roxy, the reviews are in from the Ronnie Newmeyer episode. How much fun was that? I mean, name drops galore, So right? fun. I mean, name drops. Oh, yeah. Crazy, crazy. But we heard from Joe Ippolito. I mean, who's that? We don't know yet. Who? Exactly. He just said, well, this is just darn delightful. And I think I replied, I'm like, so darn delightful that you want to come on and meet the little? So he's coming on. We're kind of... Perfect. We're setting it up. Setting it up. But we actually, we also heard from Mo Warner, who we haven't heard in a while, episode 86, it says, Chuck and Roxy, I loved hearing Ronnie Newmeyer's story. While he is a generation older, his story brought back so many 80s and 90s memories of DC life and sports. I particularly mm. enjoyed hearing about the origins of Armand's Pizza, which was a favorite growing up. It was my go-to spot as a reward for getting a good report card, and their unlimited pizza and salad buffet was a steal, although you'd be full after one or two slices. Their deep dish (laughs) pizza dough, flavorful sauce, and gooey cheese were an amazing combination. I can't remember the exact name of my favorite pie, but it had broccoli and garlic, and you could believe how good it was. Quality went downhill once the Newmeyer sold it, which along with the competition from local and national chains relegated them to lower tier pizza status by the late 90s. Happy early holidays, Mo. And by the way, garlic on pizza is always the way to go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Always. Yeah, absolutely. Garlic on everything. Everything, <laughs> yes. All right, then we heard from Mike Wolf, episode TBD. And he says, that was a great interview with Ronnie Newmeyer. So many great celebrity stories, but... What struck me was having him talk about attending Walter Johnson High School. Walter Johnson was a pitcher for the old Washington Senators about 100 years ago. I'm not a huge sports fan, but there's a great song about him by one of my favorite performers, Jonathan Richman. And he sent us the YouTube link, which was fun. Then he says, also, Not Fade Away was originally a Buddy Holly song. But here's a great video of the Stones performing it on the Mike Douglas show. Oh, gosh, I remember the Mike Douglas show. Roxy's way too young for that, though. So, all right, then we heard from Brian (laughs) Becker, episode 83. Great to hear the interview with Ronnie Newmeyer. So, so many interesting stories and names dropped. I was more riveted than an I-beam in the Empire State Building infrastructure. (laughs) One thing that I must have missed while listening was the Guillotine League update for week 12. All right, let's get right to it, shall we? (laughs) All right. Okay. Now, there's a reason for this. Now, not only week 12, how about week 11? Okay, so yes, Chuck here dropped the ball a little bit. It's not what you think, Brian and all you guillotine league participants. But yes, so let's get right to that fantasy football update. 
the Loyal Littles fantasy is done. Now we're going to be starting the playoffs. Just for the record here, Chuck, first place, Roxy. I know. I believe, Good for you. I don't even remember what my record was, but I have one loss all year. And so I'm the one seed going in our division. Now, there's three divisions in that. But what Brian Becker here was subtly referring to was the Loyal Littles podcast fantasy football league, which is the guillotine league, where every week we say goodbye. But let's back up. First, we had to say goodbye to the Great Zucchini, unfortunately. He went out three weeks ago. Then the Loyal Littles podcast, yes, unfortunately, we went out a week ago. And then this past week, unfortunately, Meredith Bootsy finally went out. She did a phenomenal job, though, Roxy. She, yeah. well, what do we call it? Near, Not near death. Yeah, near death experience, I think it was called or something like that. Meaning you, mm-hmm. you don't come in last, but you come in first to last. Okay, so you hung on. And I think she had six of those, six weeks where she yeah. almost got out, but she hung in there. She continued on. And, uh, it was but, close. But unfortunately, this week she went out as well. So that is our guillotine. There are now a final three, I believe. Final three. So we made the final five, Roxy. I think that's pretty good, that's especially pretty with Tom cool. Brady as our quarterback. Come on, man. Uh, I think we did freaking great. Uh, You're welcome. But anyway, so we're down to final three. I believe it's Steve Osbolt, Bill Isaacson, and Bobby Gottfried. It's nice. our final three for the Loyal Littles podcast, Fantasy Football League. They're all competing for a mediocre prize. Good luck to all of you gentlemen. You might want to come in third when you see what the prize is. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, let's get back to the Ronnie Newmeyer episode. It was so enlightening that we actually heard from Ronnie Newmeyer, episode 190, oh. obviously. He said, I had to follow up with this, Chuck. You didn't ask me the Uranus fun dumb question. And if I was honest, I'd say, never funny. I stand with Claire. But then Whoa. I came across this and it made me laugh. So there you go. Now, I'm holding this up for News Channel 12, everyone watching on News Channel 12. And it's a drummer, I'm assuming, on the planet Uranus. And it says, and he's in like a spacesuit drumming on a drum set. And it literally says, pounding out a beat on Uranus. So (laughs) now he said that made him laugh. So, Ronnie, where are you standing? It says, I stand with Claire in one sentence, but then in another one, I don't know what's happening here. So you're going to have to make that decision on your own, I guess. But let's move on, shall we? All right. So then we heard from Ed Butt, episode 51. He said, who said the American public had good taste? When the Beach Boys sang, Chuck Berry had to be the greatest thing that came along. He made the guitar beat and had the all-time greatest song. They weren't talking about my dingling, he says. Now, Roxy, <laughs> you haven't heard the song yet, have you? No, I haven't. I forgot about that. I meant to play it for her, and then someone actually, I think it was Ed, in that email, he sent the YouTube link. I'll have to play it for you. We just, we're not together. We've been separated. I've been up in New Haven mounting a new show. We're doing a, a soldier's play here in New Haven. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Bob Walsh is coming tonight to see it. And I think I'm going to get to see Dave Patton. So I'm very excited about that. Seeing some littles in New Haven, Connecticut. That's very exciting. I did also invite Phil the show killer because he's up here, but he unfortunately can't make it. And then they go, littles, listen up. Then the tour goes next week. They open at the Kennedy Center in D.C. That's their first stop mm-hmm. on the national tour. They're there for a month. So you have plenty of time. I would seriously check it out. It's a very, very deep, but very good play. There is some music in it, but it's not a musical. It's a straight play starring Norm Lewis and Eugene Lee. And just, it's a great cast. I highly recommend if you want a good night of entertainment in the DC area. All right. Next, we heard from Neil from Rockville, episode 19. We haven't heard from Neil in a while. Hey. Yeah. He said, Chuck Berry, never heard of him. Oh, wait. He looks familiar. Is he the guy who used to play at Blueberry Hill all the time? Mm. Talked to him on an airplane once. So 
there's someone who Ooh. forgot to drop that in his episode way back when, episode 19. Roxy, episode 19. Wow. That just is wow. Cr- that's cray cray, right? I mean, that's just forever that's just, that's, though. Okay, Roxy, one more before we get to our tiny little suggestion. It's time, Roxy. Just go. It's time? All right. Here we go. Here we go. Buckle up, little. We all know it's coming, so here we go. (laughs) Yeah. Dear Choxy, I just listened to episode 70 and 71, and in one of them, your little discussed ice baths, and Roxy inquired about various injury healing or prevention or Band-Aids to use. Is there any chance you, Roxy, could share what you use and what you are trying to remedy. An inquiring middle-aged runner wants to know. On that topic, I found the KT tape to be fairly helpful. I can't explain the science, but bundling up with tape seems to keep pains at bay. I also love icing my knees. I go full-on Patrick Ewing and get enormous bags and just tape them over my knees. I find I can get my spring back once the feeling returns to my lower half of my legs. Moving right along... Home Sweet Home Alone is my new holiday movie jam. Once you get past the remake aspect of it, the movie is hilarious. I find the dad to be like the guy in Modern Family, and the slapstick is right on the mark. Plus, Keenan Thompson is hilarious. Sliding over to the right, where are we with holiday or seasonal cookies? My one kid is a big baker, and she seems to have a list of cookies, but there is a buildup. We go straight chocolate chip to start and then end somewhere with the classic Italian cookies. I kind of wish we would start off with the best and work our way down. Either way, consume a ton of sugar throughout the month, and I typically come out looking like I'm in my third trimester. Anyway, I recorded a voice message for you, but I'm just too shy to send it. I'm scared Dina won't send me a Christmas card, to be honest. Always better than a hockey segment. Brandon Borzelli, Leb, Anon, New Jersey. P.S. Cherry candy canes are better than the classic ones. Oh. Okay. Brandon Borzelli, episode 178. So, so much to dissect. Should we go backwards? So, cherry, I heard you just go, oh, cherry candy I'm sure they are. We have candy canes on our tree, Roxy. You just went bottom, right? We do. Yeah. We do. But we don't eat them, really. No, we don't. They're more for like if we have company, which we haven't in forever because of yeah. you know, COVID and all that stuff. But I agree. I Maybe we should go to the cherry because I would eat those. I don't know. I like the classic, okay. but I haven't tried the cherry. So I don't know. Maybe. All right. Maybe, well, maybe we could do both. Anyway, okay. Okay. I mean, I doubt, I'm just saying, actually, it's probably better that we have the pepper. This way I won't eat them and because mm-hmm. Chuck, here, Chuck here's on a diet. So trying. Yes. All right. Yes. So then he says anything about this recorded message. Hello, Dina sent us a recorded message this week. So yeah, I know Dina would approve. I'm just going to say that. Okay, so holiday cookie. I'm very curious what his classic, quote, classic Italian cookie is. Brandon, what's that? Because my family, we made these Italian cookie dough and then we put the cherry on it. And then that's mm-hmm. our Italian cookie. I don't know. Mm. I'm curious what the other ones are. Okay, moving backwards. Home Sweet Home Alone. We did that last year, right? It was Maybe that was in... No, it couldn't have been episode 70 or 71. But we reviewed that movie, I thought. Did we? Yeah. Isn't that the one where the brother, Buzz, he plays the cop? He plays oh, the hometown yes. cop. yes. Is that Home Sweet Home yes, Alone? Yes, you're right. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's the same movie. I think that's what he's talking mm-hmm. about. I forget how many trees we gave I it. I don't remember either. But we'll get there because we're we've got our holiday movie review coming up and we've got a few... Yep. suggestions from a few littles we'll wait for that mm-hmm. um but yeah mm-hmm. all right roxy and then what did he want to know what do you use on your knees for ice uh he yeah he just said he, um if i could share what i use you're um, gonna love this brandon 
I use frozen peas sometimes. I get the cheapest bag of peas at the grocery store and then I just keep them frozen and it's like put them re- on my knees. It's like a reusable ice bag. It is. <laughs> and the size of the peas is so helpful because it, they will mold better to your body mm-hmm. um, and to whichever part you're trying to ice. So I've used them a lot on my knees. But I also have to say since I started strength training, my knee tweaks have gotten a ton better. So strengthening those tendons and muscles and all the little bits and pieces inside there has done wonders for me. But yes, frozen peas are a great resource. Absolutely. I use them too for softball injuries all the time. Yep. Yep. All right. Real quick before our Meet the Littles guest, tiny little suggestion. Don't forget this Saturday, December 10th at 1 p.m. Eastern time, Littles. Now he got some play on the big show this week. Kyle Kettleson. Don't forget, he's at the Met. The freaking Met. In the opera, The Hours. It's a world premiere opera, The Hours. This Saturday, December 10th, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It's in theaters nationwide. So you can see it in theaters. Just go to metopera.org. M-E-T-O-P-E-R-A.org. And all the information is there for the locations. Don't miss it. I saw it live about a week and a half ago. It's phenomenal. And the orchestra, that was, I was texting with Kyle after, and it just, I forgot what a full live orchestra sounds like because they don't do that on Broadway. Some shows, they kind of go there, but not like this. I mean, I walked in sitting in the orchestra and there were two freaking harps. I could see that because they're peeking up over the pit. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. If you're, hell, if you're in the New York City area, go see The Hours at the Met. I think there's like two or three more performances you can catch before he leaves town. But again, December 10th, this Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern time, theaters nationwide. Go see it. All right, then we just wanted to touch upon one more time and we'll do this again. I'm sure we'll have another episode before. But don't forget, this Wednesday, December 14th, Between the hours of 12 a.m. and 11.59 p.m., we are doing our one-day holiday Littles Blitz for Rocco's Warriors. All you'll have to do on that day is send your donation directly to Rocco's Warriors via PayPal or Venmo. And PayPal, again, is at Rocco's Warriors NP. That's Nancy Paul at the end. Or Venmo is at Rocco28. And if you need the four-digit code, it is 8148. And we'll put all that in the show notes again. We'll remind you on our next episode of that because that's right around when we'll be airing it. And uh, Roxy, ready to uh, have another great Meet the Littles guest? Ready. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Ho, ho, ho. This is Santa. And you're listening to Chuck and Roxy on the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. If I find out what WTFC stands for, is Chuck going to end up on the naughty list? Ho, ho, ho. And it wasn't much to see Just another skinny kid from East Missouri But he's got a pistol and he's got some dreams He said, no sir, you're gonna listen to me Now Littles, this is normally where I tell you where to find their music and all that good stuff But we've got one better for you Are you ready, Roxy? I'm ready Let's just find out from himself Please welcome to the podcast, Will Salisbury Hey Will, how's it going? Hey, um, things are going well. Thanks for asking. All right. This is great. Now, I came across you basically this afternoon. Yep. Yes. You graciously sent us a song from your band, and here Mm -hmm. we are. (laughs) 
My favorite part about it was I'm going to read it verbatim. So hold on a second because this is oh my, boy. So well, I felt like a dope too, honestly, because what happened was he sent a song in, and I said, "Are you a loyal little?" And your response was, "I'm reading it." Quote: "Am I?" I love the podcast more than Tony loves car service and bowling alley french fries. <laughs> and yes, I'd love to have the opportunity to be a guest. So here we are. Yes, exactly. That's amazing. All right. Well, Will, take us back. Yes. Let's okay. meet the Littles. That's what we do here. So I know you're a newbie to our podcast, which is very exciting for us. But yes. let's uh, take it back. Introduce yourself to all the loyal Littles and tell us a little something about yourself. Oh, okay. Well, I'm Will Salisbury. I'm a happily married man in St. Louis, Missouri. I... Um, so I'm the front man of a local rock band called Money for Guns. I think we put out eight albums or something. We got another one coming out next year. So that's, wow. yeah. So I started listening to the TK show back in, I think, 08, because I had the most boring, before it was, it, was, it was on ESPN radio, you know, and they put out a 40-minute episode, another 40-minute episode, blah, blah, blah. So I had the most mundane, mind-numbing job ever, and I needed eight hours of podcast content a day just to not quit my job every day at 10 a.m. So <laughs> I loved PTI, as I'm sure you you all do as well. And I was like, oh, Kornheiser's got a show. And I just started listening every single day. And then we started the podcast. He was asking for original music. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I'm really awesome at this. So I send it into him. And Nigel, every time we send him something, he plays it because he likes it and he downloads it and buys our stuff. So... I mean, that's kind of my connective tissue to the TK show and just hearing like him read my emails because I never send him like self-promotional stuff. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I'm never like, hey, find us here, find us there. I write a very quippy email about a night out on the town getting tattoos with Bootsy and the Hammer. <laughs> and these are literally the emails I send <laughs> and how I backed out and Bootsy said, and I quote, you're lame. Scherzer didn't hesitate. So like it's <laughs> I send him stuff like that, which I think endears him mm -hmm. or endears me to him and he loves it and they just keep playing us. So like it's you know, I love the show and he always says he likes me and it makes you feel good, you know, because I'm some, you know, nobody in the middle of uh, America and I'm like, oh Tony Kornheiser knows my name and knows who I am and likes my voice. So Yeah. Well that's, I mean that's the, the long winded version. <laughs> right, right. That's the dream. <laughs> no, I mean he sounds he's as good as self promotion as we are, Roxy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I get we get it. We yeah. totally get it. We're terrible at it. So mm -hmm. yeah. but listen, take us way back. Where'd you grow did you are you originally from there? Where did you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Did you always want to oh, do boy. music? What tell us everything. So I was born at St. Louis City Hospital. It was such a nice hospital that it is now luxury lofts renovated. <laughs> My father, I was like, Dad, why did we go to City Hospital? Because there's a lot of nice hospitals in St. Louis. And I quote, every other hospital charges you $5 for a bleeping aspirin. And I was like, well, thank you. I love you too, Dad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was born in St. Louis. And the St. Louis as they come. And then I um, went to school at the University of Missouri in Columbia, went to mm -hmm. Mizzou, and that's where I started playing music with some friends of mine and just kind of grew from there. And we got very good at it. And the critics liked us. I mean, we were not financially acclaimed, but we are critically acclaimed, I like mm -hmm. to say. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just it's something once you start it, the first time you like plug a Telecaster in and you hit a distortion pedal, it's weird, but you're like, you're just not the same as a human being. <laughs> and it's just what you want to do forever. And you can't really stop. And yeah. I don't play golf, so this is what I spend my money on. Nice. Amazing. So what was your major in college? Did you study music at Mizzou? Oh, I can't read music. No. I'm just, what, am, oh. what am I, a genius? No. <laughs> I haven't, no. I, I knew how to read music in seventh grade. I was first chair of saxophone, actually, until Kathy Durker beat me out and 
And she also got really hot at the same time and we were in the same grade. It was a whole thing. But um, So you were, you were distracted is what you're saying. Yes. And then I became second chair saxophone. Uh. And I never read music again. I, I have an English degree from the University of Missouri. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And so that means when I graduated, I worked at a gas station. That's course, what that right, means. Right, right. Yeah. Break time gas station in uh, Columbia, Missouri. It was not. It was a, what we called the dark days. Okay. Um, so, you, so yeah, you didn't play in the you didn't play in the Mizzou band, marching band. Oh no no no! I mean they're famous. You know that. Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. Apparently they're in the Macy's Day Parade. I have okay. some buddies that played in the band, but no, I'm not like a. I just played the guitar and the piano very poorly, so I can't. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, for the record, yeah. shout out. Not only were they in the parade, they led the parade. They did. Oh, marching Mizzou was what we called them. Yes. In the Como. So, okay. yeah. My buddy Jared, who's actually an amazing bass player. Great dude. Jared Smith. He taught a bunch of those kids. He still teaches. So shout out to marching Mizzou, M-I-Z-Z-O-U. Yeah. But no, I am not, how can you say it, good enough <laughs> to be in marching Mizzou. <laughs> Well, it's just funny because we had one of our co-hosts went down and saw them because they went, took pictures. And, they, of course, we're all hoping they would play the mailbag theme. Right. They never did. Right. So we're, like, a little upset about that. I mean, how great would that have been on national television to play a little inside joke know? and play the yeah. mailbag theme? So, okay, so it's interesting. So music has just always been a passion of yours. Uh, yes. And after your heart was broken in seventh grade, that was sixth, seventh grade. Yeah. Between seventh and eighth. Okay. Yeah. But you know, I'm not, it's fine. You know, I'm good. <laughs> You're a rock star now. Who cares? Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what I am. I'm a rock star now. Living the dream. <laughs> About as rock star as it gets. Um, but no rock star. I am not. I, I am a songwriter. That's what I do. Nice. That's what I'm good at. And sing like an angel. Those two things. Gotcha. Okay. So now you kind of went into Tony a little bit. Did you ever okay. uh, make it out to chatter or anything like that? No, I wanted to. My, yeah. The wife and I were going to schedule a trip to D.C. because I'm a big history nerd. And then, of course, like most restaurants, it went the way of Old Yeller yep. and is no longer there. But I was like, I got to get there for a live pod because at this time he had known me. Right. He knew he's like Will Salisbury. We like Will Salisbury. He said this been on the show like 10 times, you know, the music has been. So that's my in, right? I right. Be like, yeah. Mr. Tony, it's Will Salisbury from St. Louis, you know, yeah. money for guns. And then, oh, and then, you know, he'd shoot me away. But well, he'd probably take Will a picture with chili. you first, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm sure he'd love every moment of that. Right. But no, man, that was, did you guys get to go to one? No, we, we went to Chatter after it closed. Yeah. <laughs> we we oh. uh, finally got down to D.C. for the Jingle Fest this last summer. Mm-hmm. And oh, so nice. it was, the sign was still out there. So Bobby Gottfried, one of the littles, graciously drove us out there just to see it. And we got a few pictures in front of it. But no, so we never made it inside or, right. you know, while it was. Was it like standing outside the old Yankee Stadium before they tore it down? Was it kind, kind of that same I kind mean, of feeling? I, I don't know. I guess, you know, I don't think I ever did that. I, don't th- I was just okay. so upset that they were going to rip it down. Yeah. But, I mean, it's nice now. They have all ball fields there now. Uh, next oh, week. right on. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I went to New York once. Mm-hmm training for work when i worked at this shipping company the only thing i did we went to times square at this time i'm like a 32 year old man they're like let's go to the m&m store i'm like great oh, gosh just how i want to spend a tuesday right. night no. night i'm in new york no no, um, no well it is right around the corner from hurley's so that's good. it is but, um, so what did you do i mean I, you brought it up you said gas station so what did you do after the gas station <laughs> With your English major. Oh, oh man. Okay. <laughs> this is called the greatest hits. So after I was, let's say I moved on from the gas station. Uh-huh. Uh, what else did I do? I was a substitute teacher. I um, was then a preschool teacher. Okay. Um, that was fun. I had a third grade class. I did that for a year. Then I was, um, so I was so good at that. I then became a dishwasher. 
the skills really translated. And <laughs> what else did I do? And then I worked at a call center. I managed a call center. I was 27. I was in charge of 135 people. Wow. What? So, That's huge. Yes. And, oh, it was great. And <laughs> so of those, like 100 of them were between the age of 21 and 24. Ew. And <laughs> you know how people that age act around each other. Yep. So I did that. And then what the friggin' uh, the economy tanked in 08, 09. Then we laid off. And then I started doing marketing after that. I owned a donut shop for a while with my brother-in-law. It's called Vincent Man Donut. It's still here in St. Louis. You owned a donut. All right. So it, and yeah. it's still oh, there. You're lucky this is up. In oh, the yeah. We're in the first part still because, see, then that would be called burying the lead moment. So we're not going to go there yet. I'm sure <laughs> Wait, there's I other things. This. But yeah. I love so, donuts. Yes. so whereabouts is that? Because Roxy and I so, know St. Louis pretty well. Okay. So Vincent Van Donut. I, so my brother-in-law married to his sister, Brandy. His name's Vincent Marston. So it's in a place called The Grove, right near like Barnes Hospital, down kind of what we call the Central West End, right by mm-hmm. Forest Park. Okay. And there are these gigantic artisanal donuts and they're all handmade from scratch which is a pain in the butt but he does it because he's just like he's so good at it and it's like a french toast donut with maple glaze and cinnamon nuts and confectioner sugar a maple bacon donut is like um maple bacon oh it's i (laughs) mean my mouth is watering (laughs) oh if you when you're back in st louis it's Literally, if you get off the plane, you can be there in 15 minutes. Oh, thank and goodness. Now, wait a minute. It's like I-70 South to 40. Boom, you're there. Okay. Right. Um, it's right. It's like two blocks off the highway. Well, awesome. one, of our, one of our co-hosts, Tiny Chuck, he's from Springfield. He lives mm-hmm. in Springfield. So we'll send Springfield, him Missouri? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll... Oh, my. I, we, we'll I, make I, him my go first take job a trip. Was at Lam- Let him know. My first job ever in high school was at Lambert's Cafe in Ozark, Missouri, home of the Thrilled Rolls. Okay. I worked there for eight days. <laughs> my 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 you notice my employment history is a little spotty, but my dad lives down around there in southwestern Missouri. Okay. Nice. So yes, I know Springfield quite well. Nice. Okay. Excellent. All right. Now let's get into your sports fandom. What's your favorite sport? Favorite teams? I'm guessing St. Louis, but maybe not. Oh uh, yeah. So basketball is my favorite sport. But the St. Louis Cardinals are my favorite team. So basically. If you lived in, uh, you told me off air, you lived in St. Louis for about 11 minutes. But yeah. if you're born here, it's, you're a Cardinals fan. It's just, I was born in the 80s, so the Ozzy Smith team, so the St. Louis Cardinals are my team. Ray Lankford is still the only person I'd probably get starstruck from. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, when I was 12, I thought he was better than King Griffey Jr. because I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan. So right, right. the basketball, like I grew up, the St. Louis Billikens men's basketball team in the mid-90s were coached by Charlie Spoonhour, and it was called Spoonball. They had this guard. This is where I love affair with basketball started. His name was Erwin Claggett. He was from Venice, Illinois, which is right across the river. It sounds really nice. It's not. So he was the Venice menace, Erwin Claggett. And when I was 14, I literally thought he was the greatest basketball player that ever lived. So basketball is my first love, but the Cardinals are my favorite team of all time. And then my favorite athlete today, though, is Rafa Nadal. There's a lot of mm-hmm. kind of all over the place. Well, so. what's interesting to me is the fact that you're saying basketball, but you don't have a basketball team. I, I, I don't understand how St. Louis does not have a team. Yeah. But we're the 23rd largest media market, television market, and we don't have a team, but Oklahoma City does. Right. right. I don't know. Atlanta stole the Hawks. I yeah. still like that one of my favorite trivia questions about St. Louis is we have as many NBA titles as we do Stanley Cup championships. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, wow. yeah, exactly. I didn't realize that. But 
I mean, I'm a hoops junkie. We have there's a bunch of us here, but we now we have a soccer team, so that's cool. St. Louis City <laughs> FC's coming next year. I mean, it's not exactly Giannis Antetokounmpo coming through town a few times a year, but it'll be cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or who do you like? Julius Randle. Sorry. So I'm guessing you're a Knicks fan. Oh. Oh, actually, no. I'm no. Not. No. 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 Mm-mm. Yeah. There's. Yeah, well, that's for another time. Okay. <laughs> I'm all over the map. When I say all over the map, I'm all over the map. The Littles know this already. My sports fandom is New Orleans Saints, San Antonio okay. Spurs, Boston Red Sox, and I live in New York City. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, that, I follow that line of logic. All right. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a great story for everyone. So maybe at some point we'll let you know what those are. But I think I'm, I've told most I'm of them on the podcast already. Boston, New England, yeah. across the board. Yeah, she's, she's from okay. the Northeast. Yeah. Well, Roxy, one of the things when I'm at night, I will get on YouTube and I will end up watching about 38 straight minutes of Larry Bird trash talking stories. <laughs> so that's, he's my hero. He's when pretty I play great. hoops, yep. I think of Larry Bird. So yes, yes. Yep. I'm all about my Boston Celtics. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, cool. we've got a treat for you coming up, but we'll get into that when we come back. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxy. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And Roxy, how fun is this? This is great. Okay, so we're here with Will Salisbury. Mm -hmm. Now, Will, we have a little treat for you. You gave us this little tidbit at the end, telling us how you're a Boston Celtics fan. Larry Bird. Larry Mm -hmm. Bird fan, specifically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have maybe a treat for you. Episode 175, Roxy? Yes, 175. Do chickens even have fingers? Okay, that's... (laughs) Is the title. That's that's Chuck being (laughs) stupid for other reasons. But our guest was... Josh Abelman, who is better known as Honest Larry. Larry on, on Twitter. Twitter. So if you follow him on Twitter, he talks all he Boston, is, all Celtics. It's ridiculous yeah. how okay. Larry Bird he is. on, mm-hmm. And he's got thousands of followers because yeah. a couple big broadcasters have now followed him yep. for his opinions and all that stuff. But, <laughs> but yeah, it could be fun. Honest Larry. Check it out. And that's our oh, episode 175. Now, let's get into the meat and bones of St. Louis. Okay. Oh, oh boy. Because well, as you said, I was there for I think you said eleven minutes. I mean, it was probably a little, you know, plus tax. Don't forget the tax. You can't forget the tax. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What's it called? Emos, imos. Emos. Emos. How dare you? How How dare you, sir? (laughs) All right. Here's the thing. All right. And you're gonna have your say. I promise. Okay. The thing I don't get, it's, Roxy, did we, we didn't get it while we were there, I'm assuming. I, I don't think so. And then remind me, remind me, say, mm-hmm. let's do this first, because I'm going to forget. Is this pizza? Yes. Okay. I'm a, emos? emos? Emos is pizza. Okay. Emos. We'll, we'll come back in a second. Okay. What's the custard? <laughs> There's this famous custard ice cream place. Ted Drew's. Ted Drew's, yes. thank you. Oh, my God. Okay, I've been there once. It was a nightmare, but it was very good. Very okay. good. Wow. No, well, no, no, because, okay, so we're playing the Fox, and we have to rent cars when we're there because there's no hotels by the Fox that mm-hmm. you would, A, want to stay by, mm-hmm. and two, just there aren't any. Right. So the band wanted to go to get Ted Drew's, and I'm like, we're, wait, we're going for ice cream. It took forever to get there. It was just, the line was ridiculous. It took us like, mm-hmm. you know, 45 minutes to get served. And then it was terrible. We, it was just a long night. You know what I mean? And it was a two-show day. It was just, I want, I just want to go back to the hotel. Anyway, Ted Drew's, shout out. It was very good. Mm-hmm. But there's yes. like one location, right? Well, yeah, there's, and there's another one that opens in the summer on South Grand, which oh, okay. would have been a lot closer to where you were. Right. Um, I like your humble brag of, so I was playing the Fox. It's a nice theater <laughs> in St. Louis. And anyway, it was a two-show day. And, um, you know, my dogs were barking and I need some custard. Um, my arms were hurting, man. I don't remember. Oh, you know, it was that horrible show. It was a terrible show. Bombay Dreams. Uh, oh, I hated it. Okay. Bombay Dreams. All right. Okay. <laughs> Back that to you, sir. That sounds like a perfume. 
scent that only comes out around Christmas. Um, Wait, what? Bombay dreams smell like her dreams. Um, oh my god! Okay, little. So yeah. If we didn't mention this, we are doing this at night, and we've said this before. We should do more of these at night. Yeah. Uh, so, no, it's a neat. Do you not? It's a Broadway show. It kind of flopped on Broadway, but then it toured That's for why a year. People don't know it. Andrew okay. Lloyd Webber produced it. You know him though, right? Hello, fan. I've heard the name. You've heard yes. the name, yeah, sir, Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and actually, the guy who composed, I, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, the guy who composed the music actually won an Oscar. He also wrote the score for Slumdog Millionaire. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Very fun fair fact. enough. Yep. Very fun fact. Anyway, so let's get back to emos. I just couldn't forget okay. the custard. I was, it was on my brain. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to forget. I don't have a pen in front of me to write stuff down. That's good that they like opened a good host would have. another location. Yeah. So now I can yes. go back and I won't have to wait in line. Hopefully. Go in the summer. Okay. Yep. Right. Now, emails. Well, just like you, if you come back, you get a hold of me and I call John Hamm and we get you to the front of the line. It's okay. Fine. Well, there's oh. that too. All right. We yeah. can jump the line. Wow. Sweet. I mean, you oh, know. We're chucking Roxy. Of course Sweet. we can jump the line. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> emos. Yes. The thing is, okay, first, it's just the thin crust. I just, it, it took a whole extra large pizza for me to like even feel semi full. Oh, I like Crust. Okay. Okay. So that was it. I don't think it was the taste as much as I don't know. All I know is my ex and her friends. They just all they did was, oh, you can't wait to get to St. Louis. You have to have Emos. It's the best pizza on the planet. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> see, all right. Even a local saying that. Thank you. Okay. So that's what it was. And I was like, it was one of these things like you're waiting and waiting, and then they just ruined it because then I'm I'm like, this is it. And um, all right. So I'll let you behind the curtain of St. Louis. Defend right. your pizza. So. It's this isn't like, hey, it's our anniversary. Let's go get some emos. <laughs> it's like, Chuck, oh my God, I think the twelfth gin and tonic was too much. I gotta get something to soak this up. Where are we going? Emos. emos. I'm in. Right. And it's perfect. It does the exact job you want it to do. And then you know, there's a few left over in the morning. You have a couple for breakfast. Mm -hmm. You hate yourself for a day, but it's that pizza. Okay. It's the pizza you need at eleven fifty eight. You know, when you're like, oh, my God, I need to rally. You right. throw down some emos. Yeah. Okay. okay. That makes sense. I don't know. We call that dollar pizza here. Yeah. Dollar <laughs> pizza in the city. But <laughs> I would I would definitely try it. Yeah. I mean, just don't. You can't. Because people do that. They're like, it's the greatest pizza in the world. I'm like, stop. <laughs> it's like telling someone you haven't met. I'm the most handsome man in the world. It's like, you're a six. You know, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> You're a strong six. You go with that. You don't tell people, you know, it's like <laughs> the pizza's a six. Okay. You know, okay. But that's what it is. Okay. All right. I like this guy. Fair enough. Yeah. No, that's fair. I see your point. I, I, can, <laughs> I can live with that. <laughs> What's the name of the, uh, the beef place? It's not the Arby's. It's your, it's your Arby's, your local. The beef place. The right, is it like a lion's head or lion something? Lion's no? choice. Lion's choice. Is that it? Yes. All right. I had it. What are you talking like, about? It's like you did a, a cursory Google search. No, Lion's Choice is, it's fine. But it's, it's fine. Like, well, if you well, came to St. Louis, I wouldn't be like, hey, we're at Lion's Choice. Is it you a know? six? What we, is we it? We go to like, no, we, it's just, it's another, I'd give it a seven and a half. Oh, um, okay. okay. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to be banned from my hometown. <laughs> no one's going to listen to this If you came to town, Louis, we would go to like, we would go to Sugar Fire or Pappy's Barbecue um, we'd get some Ted Drews or some Mr. Wizard's frozen custard. I take you to like, you know, so we get you some Vincent Van Donuts. Um, so you could just like... drop me off at Vincent Van Donuts and leave me for the day. <laughs> yeah. I'll be good. She doesn't even need the custard. No. She just wants the donuts. <laughs> oh, well, he does um, ice cream filled Bismarck donuts. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, even right. better. Even go. better. Just right. eat one of those and you call it a day. Even it's better. Like, it's not going to get better. 
I'll just hang out there. Nothing will be better than this. So yes. Oh my gosh. Well, well, this has been a big treat. I mean, the guy just randomly sends us music because you. What did you say? It just popped up on your Twitter and said, "Hey, we suggest you follow." Well, it was the like, podcast. yeah. So I'm like, you know, clean up the Twitter because I don't know what I'm doing. Who's reading this, right? Yeah, right. And it says suggest, you know, you people you would like loyal littles podcast. And I was like, well, that's my family right there. Click follow, <laughs> and then you all sent me an email. Feel free to send us your music. And I was like, you know, done. And thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I mean, stuff like this that, you know, I know we're having fun, but this stuff really helps because yeah. making it in the music industry, whatever that means, we consider making it as we put on a good record that people we respect like, mm -hmm. and they get some enjoyment out of it. So that's making Absolutely. it for me. So doing stuff like this and the Kornheiser show, it's huge for us. It's a big thrill. So you know, I appreciate it is what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, absolutely. And we're going to do more in a little bit when we're done with you, because we'll let you plug everything <laughs> at the end of the podcast. Yep. But first, when we, we toss you into the refuse bin of podcast, when you're done, when you're done, we're done yes. with you. No, <laughs> but first we are the fun and dumb podcast. So we have to have some fun and dumb questions for you. We hope that's okay. Don't even answer because it doesn't matter. We're going to ask anyway. Go Roxy. Fire away. All right. What's the one food you could never bring yourself to eat? The one, This is, you will not believe me. I hate hot dogs. Oh. I cannot stand them. That's so okay. it's hot dogs, the smell of ranch, the smell of mayonnaise, or the smell of mustard. I can't do it. Wow. And it's so antithetical to be in the Midwesterner, but I, oh, hot dogs. I just, but I'll eat bratwurst. Interesting. Like you know, rich crackers. <laughs> so, but, all right. So yeah. you did say you like baseball and you like go to the park. So what's your go-to bratwurst at the park then? Oh, they have this thing. It's called a pretzel worst, and it's a bratwurst cooked into a pretzel. It's, you dip that in some cheese. Yeah. Okay. Not mustard. Not mustard. No. 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 Oh, no. God. Got no, it. Do it. Got it. No. <laughs> All right. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Oh, this is, God, these are good. A cartoon character for a week? Man, that's, I would want to be Sterling Archer. Wait, who the hell's that? From Archer? You don't watch Archer? I don't. What is that? Oh, I know Sterling it. Archer. You do? It's it's John Hodgman does the voice. It's on, uh, I think, FX. So it's mm -hmm. called Archer. I would be Sterling Archer for a week. He's my favorite cartoon character of okay. all time. Roxy, we have to look this up. You, then, you said you've heard of it? I've heard of it. Huh. I haven't watched uh, it, but I've heard of it. Interesting. So my set, but then number two would have to be probably Peter Griffin. Nice. Oh, okay. Love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, you know, here's the other thing is I have no idea. It's okay. Well, you don't have to tell us. I'm not even kidding. See, Chuck here is old. So... I also, that might have something to do with it. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But I definitely know who Peter Griffin is. Oh, good. All right, Roxy, what's next? All right. If you could be an Olympic athlete, in what sport would you compete? Man, if I could. So a sport I'd compete in. Have you ever watched Rugby Sevens? No. Okay, I think so, I've stumbled across it a few times. So obviously, I'd want to be on the U.S. men's basketball team. Uh -huh. You know, running the point, whatever, uh -huh. dishing on the wings to Jason Tatum and Chris Middleton. But yep. if you ever watch Rugby Sevens in the Olympics... It's the most intense, fast-paced action sport you'll ever watch. It's I've never played rugby. I never watched rugby before. My buddy mm. Gavin, who's from jolly old England, told me to watch it. And it's in insanely intense. So rugby sevens. Okay. Uh, what's a special hidden talent you have that no one else knows about? Oh, special hidden talent no one knows about? Obviously, everyone knows I'm an amazing singer, amazing. obviously. And keyboard um, player. <laughs> And whoa, whoa, slow down. I'm, I'm average at those at best. <laughs> He's a um, six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there you go. I'm a solid right there in the meaty part of the curve. Absolutely. Um, well, so one thing, I can't cook anything, but I can cook amazing breakfast. I cook breakfast every day for my fam. Nice. No one really knows this. 
So I cook an amazing breakfast. I love doing it. Feed the wife, feed the daughter. They both have a tendency to get hangry, so I take care of that early. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But breakfast cook. Good Excellent. job. Good All job. Right. All right. Would you rather be the best player on a team that always loses or the worst player on a team that always wins? No matter what, I sound like a butthead. I would say, did I just say butthead? Good boy, I'm 40 That's years okay. old. Settle um, down, Beavis. <laughs> I would say I'd rather be the best player on a team that loses because I, I don't mean you don't want to ride the bench. I got to be in the game. Okay. Like, okay. You know, I got to play. I love that. Well, that's so people have asked. They've dissected that question. They're mm. like, well, am I like the sixth man on the basketball team or even the fifth player? I'm yeah. on the floor, but I'm not the greatest, you know, that kind of thing. Or, yeah, or I mean, I I'll just... be the number three or four option. But if I'm the worst player, I'm not going to be that. No, yeah. I want to be on the court. Right, okay. right. Yep. No. All right. Uranus jokes, not funny or <laughs> never not funny? Well, if you take Interstate 44 from St. Louis to Springfield, yep. that is where Uranus is. Yep. <laughs> Uranus, <laughs> Missouri. Factory. <laughs> I've been to the fudge factory with my nephew, Aiden, okay. and they're always funny because you walk in, they're like, welcome to Uranus. There's a lot of freaks in Uranus. Thanks for picking Uranus. Every joke you could think of. And it's like, it's so deadpan. They're amazing. The fudge is actually really good. Okay. I don't ask to see it made, but it's delicious. And, but yes, Uranus jokes, always funny. All right. Excellent. Okay. What group of kids would you want to hang out with? The kids from E.T., Goonies, Stand By Me, or... The Sandlot. Now, I don't know how old he is, though. So we can throw Stranger Things in there, too, if you'd like. I guess we could. Oh, I got to go to The Sandlot, man. Yes. Me and Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Thank you. Whoa. He pickles yes. the beast. Done. Sandlot. That's not even a hard question. <laughs> He's like, come on, man. What are we even I doing out here, man? Darth Vader lives on the other side of the finch. You yeah, can meet right? him. Yes, right? I'm in. Absolutely. <laughs> Couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to bring back another old. It's so funny. We have hundreds of, well, not hundreds, but I'd say about a hundred questions. Yep. And okay. sometimes we get, we to, get stuck in, we a... Get in a rut and new ones. And then we, the last couple episodes, I found this one. I can't believe we went so far away from it. But if you were to host Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? So other than myself? Well, that's an option. So. Yeah. Well, so let's say other than that, because obviously that's the answer, right? All right, um, right. Okay. Yeah. So it would have to be a band... It's never been on there. Cause it, I mean, obviously it's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers because, you know, okay. Tom Petty, Tom Waits, you know, somebody like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I would say either Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, the old 97s, Noel Gallagher, who is my personal God, or who I think is the most underrated musician of my entire lifetime, Fiona Apple. Oh, okay. Mm. So if Fiona Apple was on, I'd be just mesmerized. Yes. Cool. Excellent. Cool. All yeah. right, Roxy, one more. Then we're going to do some rapid fire. Would you rather win an Olympic medal, an Academy Award, or the Nobel Peace Prize? Or a Grammy? I should add that one. Or in a there. Tony. Or a Tony. A yeah. Tony. Uh, Do you even know what a Tony is, sir? Yes, I know what okay. a Tony is. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, I'm going to go with Grammy Award because sure. you know, I can keep getting residuals on that. Yeah, after. Sure. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Keep yeah. cashing checks. Yep. All right, Roxy, let's go with some rapid fire here Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Smooth or crunchy peanut butter? Crunchy. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. The Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? Uh, I used to love the show Breaking Bonaducci, so I'll go with the Partridge uh, Family. Okay, cool. I have another story to tell you. But that's, <laughs> no, I, I actually met him by accident in a CVS in L.A. once. <laughs> there is nothing more on brand for Danny Bonaducci than that sentence. He did not, <laughs> look, good. He did, he did not look good. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. <laughs> all right. No, no. The Keatons or the Seavers? Boone. <laughs> I do love Michael J. Fox. You know what? 
what's her name? Justine Bateman. Man, I had a crush on her. So I'll go with Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> Tina Yothers was more mine because she was more my age. But uh-huh. I, I get it. I get it. Fair enough. Go ahead, Roxy. What, you got one more? Kitchen sinks, single or double? Oh, double. You got to have the dirty and the rinse. Yeah. Really? Yeah, got to go double. He's not but, into that. But what if you take that partition <laughs> oh, out of it? You have a much bigger sink. Just, just go away for a second, sir. <laughs> just take a break. Look, I get it. I get both arguments, but I'm not washing <laughs> sheet pans every day. I got plates and cups. <laughs> so, you know. I see your point. <laughs> Excellent. Now, because you're a musician, hopefully you'll get this one. This is from a, a loyal listener. They sent this in. Okay. It's this simple. You ready? Mm-hmm. Dave or Sammy? Like, <laughs> David Lee Roth, I think, is the more technically talented singer, but I would rather hang out with Sammy Hagar. Okay. Like, I just feel like he'd be more, a little more of a go with the flow, not make me want to toss him into the offstage every night. So Fair I'll enough. go now, um, Sammy Hagar. My favorite thing about that question is, if you could see Roxy's face, she <laughs> looks so clueless every time I do that because she has no idea what we're talking about because she's very young. And not I t- very well, but I just think it's hilarious because you, you did. You looked like deer in headlights. I have no I, idea yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, because I forgot. About. I and forgot he about this question. Takes a moment, takes a breath, mm-hmm. and totally dissects that question. We've had no. That was great. That was fantastic. Well, like, like you know, when people say things off the cuff, like this guy's crazy. But you hear David Lee Roth talk for more than like 40 consecutive seconds, and you're like, some he has something's wrong. <laughs> like I just can't. Like I couldn't. Sammy Hagar's more like, oh yeah, yeah. Let's just go down to the the cantina for a little while. You know, he's that kind of dude. Yep. Yeah, he's your uncle. You haven't seen since you were twelve, and now you're like twenty eight. And he's like, let me buy you a drink. Yeah. So yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, well. Listen, we can't thank you enough for coming on the Little's podcast. We really appreciate it. All right, your turn. Plug everything. What can we plug for you? How can we find you? You're on Twitter and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, so we're on Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram at Money for Guns. And I mean, the biggest thing we're doing is every year we do, um, we do a ton of shows, but the biggest one we do every year, my favorite one, my buddy owns a bar here in St. Louis called the arena bar. And we do a um, holiday drive for the homeless every year. So this is the 10th anniversary of that. It's uh, the 12th of December, if this airs before then. Um, But you know, if you're in the St. Louis area or you want to donate, just reach out and we're just looking for non-perishable food items, pop top cans, and then like any warm clothes, socks, Feminine products for, because we have a, a large female population in St. Louis that's homeless. So anything for those folks, that's the big one. That's what I care about. You can listen to our music all day. That's great. But if you come out and you donate one thing, that'd be huge. Awesome. All right. That's the very the lead moment. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's fantastic. Now, oh, right, can, we can find you on iTunes and all that. Is that where? So yeah, I mean, Spotify, iTunes, wherever fine music is streamed. Okay. Just look for Money for Guns. And we just put out a couple old collections. We'll have a full length record coming out in the spring that I have never said this in my 20 years of recording music. This is going to be our masterpiece. Like, wow. I cannot believe these songs are this good. I'm lucky to be on the record. So just be on the lookout for that. But, you know, the songs are good. They're great driving records. Just good old-fashioned American rock and roll. So nice. wherever you stream your music, you will find us there. All right. It's your Bohemian Rhapsody. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and and Little, you know, I just want to remind, as an independent artist ourselves, I mean, those mm-hmm. little one-click one song by that's no, it huge. means a lot it means a lot it, it adds up i guess is my point so uh, but yeah and you i mean tell a friend that's uh, you know that, i will tell everyone yeah. i'm on here everyone i know that's a little to listen to the podcast just that little thing that we what tony says is the connective tissue of the yeah. show absolutely just keep helping each other out and hopefully i gave you a couple minutes of usable material tonight so <laughs> all right well thanks again will we really appreciate it and as an homage to the big show we'll get you out mm-hmm. here on this over or under? 
Over. All right. Now, do you ever Chuck Todd it? I'm not quite at the level of Chuck Todd, and all of my <laughs> friends' houses who I go to are sophisticates, so they know how to hang their toilet. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again, Will. We really appreciate the time. All right. Thank you for having me. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Marshmallow, and you're listening to the Loyal Little Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, <laughs> and Roxy, the alarm's going off. <laughs> All right. Um, now, this is a podcast first, All right. So, okay. we, we've been talking to Will, okay? Mm-hmm. We just got to meet Will. That's great. I mean, Littles, this has to be the ultimate bury the lead moment of entire podcast we've ever had, because we're doing it this way. So, we, we're about to say goodbye. And I, what you were upset at me for bragging about the Fox Theater or something. Oh, You're like, yeah. oh, we I had two shows dropping. that day. We were name dropping. And he, he, Will literally says, well, I got drunk with Tony LaRusso once. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me, man? So well, here we are. Welcome back, Will, to the podcast. <laughs> thanks for having me again. That was a long what time the hell, man? So, all right. So this thing's hanging on my wall. I forgot about it until I looked up. So I have two things on the wall in my office. It's an autographed Albert Pujols 500th home run poster. And next to it is a placemat framed from this now defunct restaurant called Sleek. S-L-E-E-K. It was in the Lumiere Casino in um, St. Louis downtown. And my aforementioned brother-in-law who owns Vincent Van Donut, he was um, like managing there at the time. And this is when he first was kind of dating my sister. So he's, you know, trying to impress everybody. He's a great dude. He's a nice dude on earth. But he's like, come on down. Um, sometimes Tony La Russa comes in. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> so I go down to this steakhouse at a casino. I got $11 to my name. I'm not gambling, right? Mm-hmm. So I go down and La Russa's back there with, I think, his handler, whoever this other guy was. And I don't want to bug him. I'm like, oh, holy, that's Tony La Russa, right? And so I go over. My brother-in-law's like, just go meet him. He's a nice guy. So I think everyone around me was kind of fanboying him. So I just walk up and I was like, hey, Mr. LaRussa, the 1989 A's made me fall in love with baseball, Oakland Athletics. And he goes, sit down. And I was like, oh, yes. You're in. You're in. <laughs> so we sit down. He's drinking red wine, right? <laughs> Saying flirty things to my sister. And just joking, you know, he's he knows that she's with my brother-in-law. So mm-hmm. it's all above board. Yeah. And so we're talking baseball for like half an hour because I wasn't asking him about himself. We were just talking baseball back and forth. And he's like, OK, OK, I got it. let me tell you something. I'm like, OK. So he grabs the placement and starts writing out the next day's lineup. So we're hanging out the night before the last night of the season. The Cardinals are eliminated from the playoffs. So this is the last game of the season. And he writes out the lineup and he's like he writes down pitcher Brad Thompson. And I go, I thought Kyle Loesch was starting tomorrow. I remember this vividly. He goes, okay, yeah, yeah, he's supposed to be starting, but he's getting a physical because we're signing for like a five-year contract tomorrow. Nobody knows that, so don't tell anybody. So Brad Prompts is pitching tomorrow. And I was like, you secret safe with me, Tony. So I had it hanging on my wall. I'm looking at it. And uh, he's like, I mean, the names on here, Cesarez, Torres, Ryan Ludwig, Albert Pujols, you know. And so, yeah, so we have a few. We have a good time. He's feeling good. He stands up, looks around, kind of shakes my hand. He's like, all right. And then the guy drives him home. So, yeah. Oh, gosh. So, then, okay, the crazy thing is, so he knows my brother-in-law, right? So, like, five, six years later, we have Vincent Van Donut, and we're going to do – he has this a charity called ARF. It's for, um, like, dogs and cats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Helps veterans get animals and things like that. So, we're doing a benefit. We're like, all right, we get in contact with his people, and we'll bring donuts and give it out to help raise charity. And we haven't seen this guy in five years. This is how he's a legend, all right? 
So he hasn't seen us. I spent one drunken night with him five years earlier at 11 o'clock at night at a casino. And he makes eye contact with us. And he's like, you guys have a new business, don't you? Just like that. We're like, yes, Mr. Lewis. How are you? He's like, oh, good, guys. Thanks for the donuts. I'm just like, <laughs> like well, okay, yeah. you're yeah, you're built different. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, him hanging out with Adam Wainwright. Fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Roxy, this very lead moment was brought to you by stickgrip.com. If you need a new grip for your stick, just go to stickgrip.com and use the code LLPOD. All right. Well, get out of here. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. All right. Now, Roxy, the funny part about that whole thing is that I just realized after, so we did the whole interview, both parts, and then we even had like a little bonus bumper at the end here to start <laughs> the end of our show. And we never mentioned the song. That we brought him in the episode. We played him in. So we want to make sure we mention that. It's going to be in the show notes, but still. And he just gave you all the information where to find his stuff. But that song that we played, and we'll shut up and play the full song at the end of the podcast, is Pistol and Some Dreams, it's called. So yeah, make sure you take a listen to that. Give them the follows on all the social medias and stuff like that. We really appreciate uh, Will for coming on and meeting the Littles. Now we have another little special treat for you, Littles. He also, as we've said, sometimes jingles, we don't do them all, but a lot of times if there's jingles that weren't played, we're more than happy to play those on here. And so this is one he sent in for Mr. Chuck Todd. So I think he was basically saying, why does Reginald get a song, but Chuck Todd doesn't? So, all right, here we go, Littles. Take a listen. His name is Chuck Todd. Uncle Sam, a well-groomed goatee, an introspective man, his fans are chuckalites, it's time for a monkey fight, he's on MSNBC, five Eastern every night, his name is Chuck Todd, give us them pics, Chuck. That's how I feel about Chuck, I think he's tremendous. Now, I added the Mr. Tony thing at the end, though. I just thought that would be fun for him. All right, so there's that. And I, I don't know. Kind of curious why they've never used it. I think it's kind of fun. But all right, Roxy, let's get to our holiday movie review. Is that what we're calling? I don't, do we have a name for this? I don't even remember. So, but first, Roxy, we have some new suggestions. Now, Roxy okay. just, Roxy's limited on TV time here, but we're going to get to these. All right, Greg Sheramita, episode 154, says, I would highly recommend Spirited to add to your list. Now, yes. I don't know what yes. that is. Yes, Ryan Reynolds is in it, and I love him, and I need to watch it. Oh, okay. All yes. right, so you know all about it. Yes. Oh, that's great. Now, he yes. also says, <laughs> I already said this to, a couple days ago, it also says, P.S., let Roxy know that Fournette isn't playing tomorrow night. So what's up with that? You're getting help here on the outside with your fantasy football. Okay, but no, he did end up playing. Oh, he, he did? did end up playing. Oh. Yeah, he did. But I did nothing with my lineup again. It was another bad week for me. I'm out. But you know, you didn't finish last, Roxy. That's important. I didn't? No, you didn't. I think you're oh, in the ninth seed. I'm surprised. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, didn't finish last. <laughs> Could have been worse. All right. Could have been worse. Then we also heard from Jenny Robbins. We haven't heard from her in a long time. Episode 57. She says, Arthur Christmas, one of my favorite Christmas movies, packed full of famous voices you'll know. So oh, yeah. now I watched the preview for that 
And it does look really good, Roxy. So I feel like I've seen it. Oh, really? I just I might have seen it. It might have been something where in between shows in the dressing room, I saw bits and pieces of it and then had to go do another show. Right. But I've definitely heard of it and I'm pretty sure I've seen at least some of it. Okay. All right. Well, maybe you'll just need a recap then or something. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking and you're saying Spirited could be good too. All right. We'll get those on the list, but the one we're doing today, Roxy, it's finally your turn. You're going to do most of the talking, I think. Although, oh boy. I, I mean, I saw it too. So what's it called? I don't even remember the name, Roxy. It's called A Holiday Spectacular. Just A Holiday Spectacular. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. Yep. So yep. let's dissect it. Now, full disclosure, I mean, obviously we know what Roxy does for a li- Roxy's a rockhead. Now, mm-hmm. more full disclosure, one of my dear friends is the guy. He's the lead. He's the, the yes. main guy. Now, Derek Lenna is his name. He's one of the stars of Moulin Rouge here on Broadway in New York City, but he was the star of this movie and very good softball buddy of mine. So full disclosure, out of the gate. There's that. Okay. Do you want to go? You go first. Okay. Well, I should start by saying this is a Hallmark movie, and I was very excited that Hallmark was going to make a movie, you know, a story about a girl who comes from her background. She's a socialite down in the Philadelphia area, and she comes up to New York, doesn't tell her parents, and she becomes a rockette for a season. And the whole point of this movie is her following her dream for what she thinks is going to be one season because of all the other things going on in her life and knowing that her parents probably wouldn't approve of her of dropping everything and being a dancer. But she takes the chance and she follows her dream. And I don't know, it just really touched me in a way that I could relate to that. I could relate to following your dream. And luckily I had parents that supported me in that dream, but it was a very well done movie showcasing what it's like to get this incredible job and just kind of the camaraderie that comes with it and the sisterhood that comes with it. So I loved it. I mean, of course, yes, it's a Hallmark movie. It's going to be cheesy. It's going so to be a little say, bit disjointed. We, we don't want to really spoiler alert, but I mean, everyone's going to, everyone knows how it ends, right? I mean, we all know how it's going to end. Now, Roxy, real quick though, I'm just starting to think when you said Hallmark movie, I'm like, was there a gazebo? I don't think there was a gazebo in this movie. No, there wasn't. Right, because we're in New York City. But there was the Rockefeller Center tree. I mean, well, come right. on. I'm just, but hello, it's a Hallmark movie. It has to have a gazebo. So I'm wondering, maybe there was Not one in Not every the back- movie has a gazebo, <laughs> okay. okay? Well, I'm just checking. I'm trying to check off the list here of what's supposed to be in a Hallmark movie. Now, I also said, you know, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but I, like I said, we all kind of know how this ends. I have to admit, I really enjoy it. It doesn't mean I want to watch more Hallmark movies. All right. I'm not saying that, but no, I really thought I really actually enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it, Roxy, when I saw the premiere at Radio City. Now, I didn't. We all know I didn't stay for the whole thing. So I had to watch the ending because I didn't know how it ended. You saw the Mm -hmm. ending because you performed at the premiere. So you missed the beginning of the movie. I saw the beginning. You saw the end. I don't know. I I just really enjoyed it. Like I said, it doesn't mean I want to watch more Hallmark movies, but yeah, it was pretty good. All right. So do you want to go first? We'll say four and three quarter trees. Four and three quarters. Come on. We don't do that, <laughs> do we? How many branches is that? Are we going by how many branches are on the tree now? I was going to go four and a half. I was. Little, seriously, I'm not just saying this. I mean, I think if you listen to us and you enjoy us and you enjoy who we are and what we're doing here, 
I mean, I think this is the one to try. If you're going to sit down and watch a Hallmark movie, this is the one to do. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's got a little Rockettes in it. You know, there's a connection there. You know, maybe I'll try to see if Derek can come on the podcast sometime. I mean, we had Omar oh, that yeah. one time. I mean, he, he'd probably come on the podcast. He is a new father. So there's that. He is. They did just yes. have a baby in September. So he's mm-hmm. he's a new father. So he's kind of juggling a lot and he's still starring in Moulin Rouge right now. So he's got a lot going on. So I don't know if I can maybe eventually I can have him come on but yeah you should check it out so wow that's i think that's our highest rated movie ever roxy and for me i with think a, so yeah now you haven't seen die hard yet though so you know there's that we'll, we'll get there Ugh. but uh anyway all right roxy that's our holiday movie review for this episode that's all the time we have tell everyone how they can get in touch with us you can email us at wtfcpodnet at gmail.com Whoa. Whoa, Roxy. That's okay. Whoa. You can go there. We haven't done that I in was forever. going there. You were. That's our email address. Or just go to lachiserie.com or go to loyallittlespod.com. Wow. Yes, any of those will do. <laughs> and that'll bring you to everything. But yes, that was our email address. We haven't said the email address in a long time. Oh, man. So either write there directly or go to our website and you can find us there like Mr. Borzelli does all the time, and which we yes. love, of course. And remember, if you do listen to us on iTunes and Apple, don't forget to give us a nice rate and review over there. And most importantly, thank you, Will Salisbury, once again, for coming on to Meet the Littles and for sharing your music with us and all that stuff. It was so great. I mean, what a fun time that was, Roxy. Also, if you need a grip for your stick, where do you go? Stickgrip.com. Fogfree Eyewear. Fogfreeeyewear.com. If you need a book like A Die Hard Christmas. Go to Aaron'sBooks.com. And don't forget, the most important thing is... Don't forget to... Use the code. Don't be a dope. Bye. I hate hot dogs. Yeah, there wasn't much to see. Just another skinny kid from East Missouri. But he's got a pistol and he's got some dreams. He said, no, sir. You're gonna listen to me
never wanted was more Yeah, you killed your lights And now burn the place And we from that Look upon a face alive Town, we're tired and lonely And it's going to end And it's ultimate The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Wait, who the hell's that? Great dude. Oh, yeah.